0: So, John, what were you up to in 2001? 2001, well, I was 15, so wanking mostly. Some
1: (laughs) films are fine just the way they are, other films sometimes take it weird.
2: Welcome everybody to Beyond the Box, a podcast where we pitch prequels, sequels, and spin-offs to films that don't have any. I'm Harry and joining me as always is John. Hello. And it's a pretty
0: special episode for us today, John. Mm. We've grown up in the world. Yeah. We're currently sitting in BBC Radio Yorkshire Studios. And we are joined by Larry and Paul from the Larry and Paul show. Hello.
3: Hi. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, um, a, it's a, so a pleasure. Nice. And you've upgraded the BBC Radio Lead studios to BBC Radio Yorkshire as well. Yeah, I was sorry about sorry. That. <laughs> which is which is good because we put that on our emails to make ourselves mm. look more important.
0: <laughs> it says BBC Yorkshire outside, doesn't it? I it think that's what confused me. It's because so. it's a
3: bi media site, John. We've got uh, the T V is here, you see. So okay. that always makes us feel more special in Leeds than we actually are. Sure. Absolutely. Fact, we're we're probably a bone of contention for our colleagues in Hull and York and <laughs> they
4: were just a grubby little radio station at the yeah. heart of it.
0: But no, we're an excellent radio station. Excellent radio sorry, yeah, yeah. excellent radio. An excellent station. radio station that Edible. we're going to be on this Saturday, I believe. Yeah. Uh, the day after this goes out, so the Saturday we'll be on BBC Radio Leeds on the afternoon show. Yeah, looking forward to it To flog the podcast and uh, promote this episode And bring cake We'll bring cake, yes <laughs> As is the tradition, I believe Yeah uh, So yeah, so as is the tradition as well We ask our guests to bring a film So what film have you chosen for us today? Well, you wanted a film without a sequel Yes So just to confirm, without without a sequel Yes, yes.
3: With, yeah. a, with no sequel So yeah. we, were, we were having a lovely wander through leeds Kirkgate Market, weren't we? Saying, well, you know, what should we go for?
4: Yeah, one that doesn't have a sequel Doesn't have a sequel oh, we narrowed
3: it down to two We thought Goodfellas Mm-hmm or 2001 Space Odyssey and I know what you're going to say <laughs> You're going to say Larry and Paul 2001 Space Odyssey Had a sequel It was called 2010 First Contact Or the year we made Contact or something mm-hmm. But the problem is Going back in
0: the Chronology now I didn't know that <laughs> Until you put that On Twitter Yeah yes, Well I didn't know that When you called me up And said Oh we're going to do 2001 Space Odyssey And I said yeah. Great Let's go <laughs> <Yeah>. for it <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: And then I, what I tried To do last night was, was go Oh hang on well, We'll do something else then
0: Yeah But then I thought
4: No Do you know what 2010 was rubbish, <laughs> uh, the year and the film. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's pretend it never happened.
0: I've never seen it. I don't think many people have seen it. It's no. not directed by Stanley Kubrick.
3: No, it's got Helen Mirren in
4: though.
2: It does. Oh, right. mm.
0: Interesting. I
3: vaguely remember having a conversation with my brother where he said 2010, the year we first made contact, was a brilliant film, and didn't put two and two together, or indeed 2010 and 2001 together, <laughs> oh. to make oh that's a sequel <laughs> oh, okay. to
4: the first one. Well, surely it would be called 2002. <laughs> oh, the Mr. year Trick after there, yeah. all that stuff happened
3: <laughs> what happened next yeah or oh, no yeah. no
4: 2002 what happened after all that stuff happened yeah, yeah that's
3: catchy
0: Rolls yeah. Up the tongue,
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just tom hanks should make this <laughs> definitely
0: yeah. uh but yes yeah, so we are choosing to we acknowledge it but we are overlooking it because mm-hmm. it's our show and we can do whatever the hell we like so yes, I've shut up deal made. with it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so why why did you choose 2001 space odyssey aside from to mess with our whole system
3: well, Paul had watched it recently. Always oh, uh, a good start. <laughs> yeah, and and I thought, oh yeah, I remember I remember quite liking it, but I see I haven't seen it for a long time. So I, if I start making references to stuff that isn't in the film, then I'll, you'll know why. Yeah, I'm I'll like, stop it. you know the bit where they like they water the back of the furry thing after midnight. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> well,
4: someone one of us will jump in and just go, no,
3: that's a Godfather Part Two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a classic scene yeah. in the Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> someone get asked watch it. Um, I think it must have been 10 years ago. Whoa. And it was when Paul and I were, we were both into films, but we hadn't started the film podcast we were doing at the time that later abandoned. So well done to sticking to yours because it's a good idea. Um, I was watching a load of of films in the afternoons. I was working sort of breakfast shifts and I'd go home at lunchtime and have a seven minute nap and then I would watch a film Mm -hmm. and I got into them. In in the way that can I swear on this? Yes. Yeah, yeah. In the way that arseholes get into films, right? Mm-hmm. So, I started watching like Polish
0: B bee movies or whatever. What is go. that asshole fodder? What? No, you say Me? Polish B movies or Polish <laughs> adult <laughs> <Yeah>. movies, <isn't laughs> Polish arsehole <it>? movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: but you know, I, I thought I, I thought I was clever because the DVD I was putting into a machine, mm-hmm. what happened to be a, a, a Polish film that nobody in this country had ever watched which is just an arsehole thing to think. That's where the arsehole thing comes from. Mm. I thought I was clever. And so I started watching loads of films that I thought would make me sound clever in conversations about films, Mm -hmm. such as 2001 A Space Odyssey, which is a classic. Mm -hmm. I will sound clever if I know something about this film Mm -hmm. in a conversation about movies, right? Because nobody really enjoys it, surely. Yes, yes. I was going to ask, can you tell me
2: what the plot is?
3: (laughs) Well, yes, right. I I mean, I do remember roughly right so you've got the monkeys uh, they're actually <laughs> apes
2: <laughs> and um, well done, yeah.
3: they get they they sort of download by touching the alien superintelligence. Mm-hmm. um that block which which to be fair the film is so far ahead of its time i think i'm much more into it now remembering it back than i was because mm. at the time what did i know i didn't know anything about ai mm. i'd never read or listened to anything about anything interesting probably so i was like what's this rubbish I had no idea that the monolith is supposed to represent something mm-hmm. not clever enough to understand allegory it wasn't just a big domino it wasn't just a big domino oh, I it's misunderstood like, the film completely the <laughs> <domino> <laughs> <off. Yeah. laughs> um, so I mean the, the time frame for the film is like millions of years right mm, it's yeah. like in three
2: separate acts really yes mm-hmm. yeah
3: and they've got, like, real highfalutin names, haven't they? Yes. Yeah.
2: One of them is the Dawn of Man. That's Dawn it, of the man, Dawn yeah. of Man. One of them is, like, Beyond Infinite or something. Just yeah. like,
0: That sounds great. Fuck off, Cubic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you lovely man. Took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one's
4: Herbie Goes Bananas. <laughs> Part three. Yeah. yeah, it really takes
2: a turn at the yeah, end. It yeah.
4: goes, <laughs> goes to Mexico, and then <laughs> they uh, they push him off yeah. a ship. Stop. I cried you can, some... You've confused the film. Sorry. <laughs> I cried so much at that. Um... <laughs>
3: So yeah, so they're, so they're in. They don't know their uh, real mission in mm-hmm. space, and their real mission is to go to see the monolith that's been unearthed on the moon. Mm-hmm. That's the first real mission. Then the second real mission is that they have to go to Jupiter, where the moon monolith is firing a radio signal mm-hmm. to the monolith that's in orbit around Jupiter, and then um, uh, I won't say what I was about to say because I was about to. Uh, putting a double entendre a big time but I won't will you encourage double <laughs> entendre okay, do you right okay so Dave there unfortunately gets sucked off into the monolith <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. that is what happens <laughs> then he's an old man then he's eating summit.
0: then he's a baby yeah. <laughs> cut raw credits end of film wow that's amazing that's, that's yeah. more than
4: I've remembered and I only watched it a few weeks ago yeah yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Mm.
0: Well, I had actually not seen this film before because I think it's one of those ones that everyone's heard of, but not many people have actually sat down and watched.
4: You know those lists of like fifty films you need to watch before you die. Yes, it's just always on those, isn't it? Indeed, indeed. Yeah. So I've
0: ticked off. But I watched this under the worst circumstances. I watched this last week on a train journey from Penrith to Leeds. All oh, right. It's uh, yeah. so on my tiny little computer laptop which given this film is all about the visuals I don't think I got the best of it really it's the way Kubrick intended absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah. and you were in a way recreating the descent of man weren't you yes (laughs) through the sort of lovely lake district I think I did see a few apes on the train yeah Yeah. (laughs) People actively devolving de- around me. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I've watched this in both the worst and the best ways to watch this film. Yeah. So the first time I watched it was uh, four years ago, Leeds International Film Festival in the town hall. so the one worst one. Like, <laughs> 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 but like on an 80-foot screen in an incredible room. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, it was just outstanding. It blew me away. And then for this episode now, I got up late this morning, dreadfully hungover, and just put it on, on the telly I and know. just sort of... Just dozed in and out of sleep with it And then I threw up at the end <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> I, You would, I was going
4: to say, I bet the bit at the end You were just like, oh not. I don't have time for this <laughs> I just cut it off
3: <laughs> What's this 20 minute sequence of yeah. light <laughs> <laughs> I bet you were loving the no dialogue bits For your power napping
2: It, it was good actually, yeah Because yeah, yeah. uh, there was a lot of that But most of the time when there, were no, when there was no dialogue There was either complete silence Which made me think that I'd paused it no. Or there were just blaring sirens yeah. Or an alarms. There's so much of that, and it's so shrill. I don't know if they are normally, but when you're hungover, <laughs> yeah. Well, it goes. the, <laughs> the sa- time. The Not soundtrack's
3: time. amazing. I mean, obviously, it's fated for it, but you know, the, the classical music is is wonderful. The Richard mm. Strauss stuff, and then in and amongst the the apes becoming human, I guess is the is the point of that bit. You've got that beautiful music, and then. Then just like babies crying and women screaming, and, mm. which is how I imagine they made that bit of music when they were actually touching the monolith. Don't yes. you remember this? And it's all the, it's the, the, like, the
4: choir howling. <laughs> no, 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 no. Then it's like a round. It's not like that. It's not like that. It's like. That. It's, like Ooh. No, but it's got. Ash- Gets to that. Yeah. it's <laughs> awful. Like, I mean, how did you watch that? Hungover. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I've made it here. The what fear of the risen Lord song Jesus, over really, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It put the fear of the risen Lord Jesus Christ into me when I watched it, and I was, yeah. I was perfectly sober and just like, oh, let's what, watch this film.
3: What kind of hangover was it? Bad one. Was there gin involved last night?
2: No, just beer, but mm. mixed oh, okay. beer, mixed beer. beer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my favourite type of curry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure uh, yeah, it was mixed well, on the way out. So you know,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well mixed. Yeah.
3: At least it wasn't gin. I mean, you might have.
2: Yeah, well, that was last week's hangover.
0: Yeah, yeah. that was the Oscar. We had an Oscar party last week. We stayed up till 7am watching the Oscars did and he was on the gin all night. And mm. oh, I came down about one in the afternoon thinking, oh, he's going to be so mad at me. i stayed up too late. And then he yeah. emerged three hours later for about half an hour, then went back to bed. So, Do you do, do, you do an Oscars all night or every year? Yeah, yeah, it's become a little bit of a tradition, yeah. Oh, actually so, We did
3: one. And well, I think we were, we were obviously a bit overtired. Well, we were so excited. Only, but the we, only we reason
4: let, we wanted to do it is because we really, we watched Milt with Sean Penn. 2010, was it the... The Oscars, 2010, 2009. Anyway, all we wanted to stay up for was to make sure that he got the best actor. Sure. And we made sure of that. We made sure of that. (laughs) If there was any will going through our TV, up Sean Penn, uh, then it definitely (laughs) did that evening because he won. Um, But everything else, you kind of watch the Oscars and go, oh, it's just like any award ceremony. Like if you go go to like uh, West Yorkshire, Legal awards, mm-hmm. it's like that where people come Meryl up and Streep's go. nominated in every category. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come up and yeah. go. Well, I just want to thank God and my uh, masseuse, mm. and my dog.
0: Yeah. Well, we were really this spoiled is the Leeds Business Awards. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, we were really spoiled last year because that was obviously the year when they read out the wrong envelope with a big, big pit, best pitch at the end. So yeah, all really to compete to this year last year. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but so you know it's like, like dull.
3: 5:20 in the morning and they're yeah. doing like the best. Sound editing. Partial animation mm. of a foreign language <laughs> film that didn't go to screens. Mm. Awesome. <laughs>
4: the best adapted, non adaptive yeah. screenplay for a foreign language yeah. picture. Yeah. Well, hence the gin. So, you know, yeah. yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Gets you drinking games it. are an important way of getting through the Oscars. But so. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, back to Space Odyssey. Exactly. Um, <laughs> fabulous score. Yeah. I know what you mean, though. I kind of I wasn't hungover of watching it, but I did kind of enter something of a meditative state while watching it, I think. Mm. It's, yeah. it's kind of a film that you kind of experience more than you follow in many ways, because it's not really. It's not terribly narrative. It's not really narratively driven. No. What,
4: one thing I really like about it is the way it puts you in a mood. Mm. Like, so for the first... A there's Grumpy, grumpy th- th- mood? <laughs> no. But it really, like, he really draws you in. So if you're watching it on the small screen, you like, meh. But if you're watching it in Leeds Town Hall, you'd be mm. all encompassed by it. And presumably that's the idea because he mm-hmm. starts off, you've got the logos for the studio, MGM or something, and then black for three minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even longer. I think it's three minutes. You're just sitting there. And obviously, if you're if you're there at home, there's something is it, have I paused this by accident or yeah. something but uh, I, I just love the way he draws you in that way and then there's the intermission with a similar thing as well mm-hmm. he's pulling you into his film I love that yeah. and
2: the same after the credits as well yeah yeah
4: <laughs> just longer
2: yeah like five mean- days of it and, it just, <laughs> I and then I realised
0: it ended yeah. I mean this does sound like a bit of a backhanded compliment but it does particularly the scenes on the space mission with Hal the robot and the two astronauts it does create an authentic sense of boredom like, like <laughs> yes. you know, that, that, I mean oh, that as, as wow. a positive and a negative because it, it does get that sense of a very mundane existence and the dialogue's very mundane and no, there's not really a lot of drama there but it is kind of, I guess that is what it's like. it would be like if you were on like a long term long distance space mission, like you would be just in this very kind of low energy kind of State of mind. So
4: making rubbish small talk.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
3: This is why you feel clever, I think, if you can watch it and sort of bear it and then talk about it. Yeah. It's because it's like your growth as a film viewer. I remember really clearly we went to see The Hurt Locker mm-hmm. at a at a preview thing. And I came out of watching the Hurt Locker, which I, I think won best film that year. It was best it? director, definitely. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, did did okay. and uh, and I came out and I was saying to you, I said, Oh God, I mean it was just so depressing. I mean <laughs> oh, it was rubbish didn't like it and, and Paul just went to me that's the point it's about people being blown up by IEDs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like well, I thought it was a tragicom yeah. <laughs> well, was Sandra Bullock
4: um, I, I just made the sense of dread uh, sorry to di- digressing uh, Hurt Locker the sense of dread and yeah. I love films that do that mm. where you watch them and you go oh I see what you're trying to do, do trying to evoke something more than me watching a, a film going oh yeah so he right, so loves her and then that happened.'" that's the godfather and that's (laughs) your father part (laughs) 3 good evening Dave how you
1: doing Hal everything's running smoothly and you oh not too bad have you been doing some more work a few sketches may I see them sure that's a very nice rendering Dave I think you've improved a great deal can you hold it a bit closer sure that's Dr. Hunter isn't it
0: mm mhm one of my favourite facts I've discovered about this film this week I'm researching it was that when it was released in 1967 I believe or something uh, 68, 60, I think. 68 68 so it was initially when it came out it started quite slowly at the box office the reviews were quite mixed and it initially wasn't making that much money and they were about to pull it from cinemas but then this is at the height of the kind of the hippie movement, and hippies started to, and drug takers started to get wind of the third act. You know, the, the yeah. where it goes all it, now it looks like a 90s screen save, but at the time it was really trippy. And so <laughs> yeah. there would be armies. I've had there would be armies of, of like hippies would just descend on the cinemas and drop loads of acid and just watch the film. like yeah. on that, which to be fair, it might be the best way to watch this film. Yeah. I, I completely don't take drugs. No. Kids. Yeah. Do take we backs. don't endorse, but... Uh... <laughs> no, but if you want, <laughs> yeah. go on. I think,
4: I, I think that last act would genuinely... Because from a, a modern point of view, and viewing it a bit like a Philistine. Imagine if you have um, film uh, scholars mm. listening to this. I was going to call them nerds, but that's really good. <laughs> uh, listening to this, that I might sound like a massive Philistine. But looking back on what we know now, and what blatantly, Kubrick just went, what can I do with colour and light? Okay, <laughs> let's do that for 45 minutes. And you look back on it now, and you're just like... Whoa. Well, this is going on a bit Do you long. not
3: think that had a purpose? Do you not think that was meant to do something? Yeah? Because you read about you read some analysis where people have dug far too deep into it and have prescribed intention in what Kubrick was doing where it clearly wasn't there, you know. And mm. then other people just say, "Oh, it's a load of rubbish. He was just making it up as he went along," which I can't imagine that's the truth either. No. But do you Maybe. think he, do you think he just went I could do colors? <laughs> and that's exactly how it, that was a clip of Kubrick yeah. uh, <laughs> <"Little> <laughs>
4: from the archives yeah. that was, that was <laughs> Arnie um, and, uh, same <laughs> person I yeah, think yeah, he yeah. was trying to get again he was trying to get across a feeling of like you know of yeah. he's everything and nothing but everything at the same time so he literally put everything into that last bit mm. but as a modern viewer unless you were probably on acid yeah. it would be hard pressed to watch that and just go getting a bit long this bit innit yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Well, again, watching it on a laptop or hunched over on a train, yeah. I did think, oh, is my monitor on the fritz? Because like, this... <laughs> it, it the colour contrast yeah. is it's so the screensaver of... started? Yeah, 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 it does look yeah. like a screensaver. <laughs>
3: monitor on the fritz? I've not heard
0: this phrase before as well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
4: reintroduce that into society. Yeah, that
0: sounds like
3: a transformer.
4: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, as we mentioned, the film is kind of in several different parts. Mm. What, what was your kind of favourite of the parts of the film? What did you find the most engaging? Well, the bit, and I, I have to say I re-watched it, for, for this yeah.
3: because it was the bit I remembered most clearly so there's the bit where Dave is he's gone out to rescue Frank yes and he's and he's coming back and it's the bit where Hal won't open the, the pod bay doors sure or whatever and this this is the famous I'm afraid I can't do that Dave mm-hmm. all of that that tension and that actually that whole shot to me is amazing because this is 50 years ago right and loads of other films have tried to do exactly the same thing since but that's as real as it gets mm. almost you know, most 50-year-old films, somebody's done something since where it's it's better or it's more real or it's cleaner mm. or you believe more that it's actually in space or something. Mm. But that seems perfect because it's just sitting in utter silence, utter stillness, which is, of course, what it would be like. Mm. And you're terrified. It's a bit like um, Gravity with Sandra yes. Bullock. It's that exact same feeling mm. that you just put yourself there and you go, oh, what am I going to do about mm. this? And you don't think there's a way out for him. Mm. Uh, so all all that scene's amazing. Yeah. Hal does sound a bit camp. He does a little bit. There. Yes. Yeah. Which is one of my drinking games, by the way. Oh,
0: cool. Yeah. Yeah. Every time <laughs> Hal sounds a bit camp. He does. He's. Have a drink. He has the most personality of everyone in the film because all the human characters are quite, I think, deliberately mundane and don't really, mm. you don't really get a sense of who they are. Whereas Hal, he is he's kind of a passive aggressive little bitch. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a good singer. Yeah. Great singer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I enjoyed that but That was good. Oh, Hal. Do you read
2: me? Do you read me, Hal?
1: Affirmative, Dave. I read you. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What's the problem? I think you know what the problem is just as well as I do. I know that you and Frank were planning to disconnect me. And I'm afraid that's something I cannot allow to happen.
4: Joy, my favourite bit would also be the, the space bits as well because you have to kind of pinch yourself sometimes and go, This was made then mm. and it stands up to, to modern space films. Yeah. Um,
2: interestingly, it's so similar because they're all based off it. Because they're all based off yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. so derivative. You look at passengers
3: or something like that. Or um, Moon which or have, Gravity. Well, Moon was, was yeah, yeah. obviously, yeah, it's brilliant.
4: Or the Martian or anything like that. But the thing you talk about the utter stillness in space. For me, the moment that took me out of the film like a like an idiot was when he crashes into that. That one happen he die instantly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all that you've gone so you've gone you, you've done all the science yeah. stuff really well. And you just messed that bit up. Oh, you mean so Chekhov's
0: exploding bolts? That yeah, they, they they show so many times. Before, so that's clearly going to pay off at some point. Right? Yeah.
4: <laughs> What's that called? That's that called the um. There's a the Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's 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 gun? Chekhov's yeah, gun yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. If you if you show a, uh, a thing, you has to pay. To use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: And there was one. It's only a small throwaway scene, but one scene. I thought it was going to be a Chekhov's gun but I was very delighted that it did not actually reoccur was the bit where there's a close up of the instructions the very detailed instructions for the use of a zero gravity toilet <laughs> the concept of which filled <laughs> me with horror I <laughs> think it. it was just that somebody on the film crew made that
2: and they were like yeah. come on guys my, oh, my, my kid made this please put this yeah. in <laughs> yeah, little Terry
4: <laughs> little Terry spent six hours with this in his yeah. crayons <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad it didn't go. There. It's made Terry. out of pasta, isn't Yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> and
3: Terry went on to become a huge film director. Yeah.
4: Terry, or Terry Rawlings a cinematographer. Yeah. Who, um, who
0: made Who made the Tree of Life? That was a Terry, wasn't it? Terry well, Gilliam. Gilliam. No, not sorry, Gilliam. I'm oh, um, sorry. Yeah, Terence Malick Terence Malick, Terrence Malick there, there we go, go we hey,
3: that then. was it little Terry mm. influenced by Space <laughs> Odyssey I'll make a film that's got 20 minute long musical sequences oh God, where yeah. nothing
0: happens have you seen The Tree of Life Harry no I've not it is, is dull it <laughs> is. it's incredibly hard work yeah. it's beautiful can we just veto it right now please oh I, I didn't have it lined up Good. Good. which is the
4: one that you used to go on about about The Last Days of Rockstar that literally shows everything he does is it oh, Lars von Trier
3: it's n- yes, Lars von Trier's Elephant the, um, the Kurt Cobain Oh, yeah. Biopic of it, although it was never officially called that.
4: That's an exercise in mundanity. <sighs> if you thought wow. if you thought the bits in two thousand one Space Odyssey were were dull.
3: Like every shot it might not be been, I'm probably remembering it wrong, but it feels like every shot you're just behind Kurt Cobain's head as he walks through a field <laughs> for an hour and a half. But it's not Kurt Cobain. But it's not Kurt Cobain. It's Court cubbin. <laughs>
4: court <laughs> <Cabine>. court <laughs> Cubin. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Harry, what was, your, what was your kind of standout scene in between your naps? Um, <laughs> uh, I think there's a bit where he jumps ship. Where he jumps ship? Where, where he jumps out of the... Uh, he, he jumps through the airlock. Oh, we just mentioned, yeah, the bit where yeah. you're using the exploding bolts to get on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. easily my favourite bit. It's the most exciting bit, I suppose. Yeah. It is somewhat implausible, but... Uh, yeah. Apparently it's
2: not. Oh, really? According to um, the internet. <laughs> really? Nice. I love that guy. <laughs> I, like, I like the fact he has a
4: chat with the guy from Rising Damp. Uh, yes, Reginald th- Perrin shows up.
0: <laughs> Leonard Rossiter shows up. That was Leonard
4: a- Rossiter shows up with his with his uh, bevy of Russian beauties mm. talking about chips or something. Yes. Um, like, oh, how you, Dave? Are you? Oh, Dave, how are you? Oh, you're not bad. How are you? Oh, there's something secret going on in this. Oh, really? Oh, I don't know about it. Bye then. Bye. <laughs> that, my, yeah. that might be my second favourite scene. I think
0: that was actually I was going to mention that to be my favourite scene because all of those scenes that in that first kind of it's kind of the second act, the second post bit, monkeys, yeah. but before the Jupiter trip. So I guess there's four acts. But yeah, that scene with Reginald Perrin and all the girls, because all the women, sorry, because yeah, there's a kind of a recurring feature on this show that I do called Wig Watch. Right. <laughs> Which oh. is whenever I love a dodgy wig in a film. Yeah. And the the styling on the future people, especially the women, was so interesting to me. I loved it. Like they had the multicolored beehive kind of hairs, like, and all the zero gravity walking. and course, again, really well shot. Actually, it looked really interesting. So when they just walk up the walls and you see them on the different planes. So yeah. I like that a lot. And yeah. just to see Reginald Perrin, like, oh, it's you. Like, <laughs> what <laughs> it's are really, you doing here? Because like. there's <laughs> nobody famous in this apart from that. Like nobody. I guess because the actors aren't really the point, but. The the lead. I don't know what else he's been in, but I don't think much. Did Apartments they do anything of- else? Those guys?
4: No, they all died. Mm. Um,
0: I, I, was the con- I was I was convinced, even
4: though I knew it wasn't. that the voice of Hal was Marlon Brando for a, mm. well, during the film. Was like, is that? It's not Mar- No, it's not. I, I know it's not. Is it? Mm. It's not. No, it's not. Mm. Is it? Is and he it's- English? And it's not. Oh. Uh, no, he's he's kind of posh American, right? Mm. Okay. So he sounds a bit like Marlon Brando does, mm. when he's Superman's dad.
3: Mm. Even having rewatched clips extremely recently. By which I mean within the last 60 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Hal's English in my memory.
4: Yeah, no, he's like, uh, I'm sorry, Dave, I can't do that. Yeah, it's
0: oh, kind of, yeah, of that blandly yeah, yeah, yeah. flat American yeah. kind of yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, another little tidbit, Sir Anthony Hopkins, for his, his role as Hannibal Lecter, he based the voice of Hannibal Lecter on Hal. Oh, oh nice. I think I heard that once, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, once you okay, hear that, you can't unhear it. So yeah, it's really yeah. interesting if you listen that. He's, he that. There's that same really kind of flat, bland kind of thing, so, mm. yeah. Yeah.
4: I've got a, a Kubrick based tidbit um, oh. simply because I'm a Bond geek and I really want to crowbar it in. Sure. How familiar are you both with, with the world of Bond?
0: Probably Harry more than me, but we've both seen yeah. a few so, Bonds. Some,
4: somewhat. So, this, The Spy Who Loved Me, which is the one which is Roger Moore's finest work, Underwater Car, um, basically uh, the guy who was uh, lighting, you know, the set at the end where it's in the two submarines mm-hmm. inside the super tanker. The guy. whole
3: submarine?
4: <laughs> <laughs> a whole submarine in a tanker. So basically, the guy who was lighting it now, whose name escapes me, I want to say it's Claude Renoir. I think it was, and Ken Adam, the guy who did the set, didn't know how to light this because it was so huge. Mm-hmm. It was, and they were like, I don't know how to light the set. And um, so they secretly had to get Kubrick in to on a weekend when no one knew he was there, in a disguise, bring him into Pinewood Studios, and just let him loose on the set, and he lit that last bit. So Kubrick has an influence and Bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice a little f- bit of film trivia for you there thanks
3: what was Kubrick's last film Eyes Wide Shut was it it yeah. was unless you
0: count AI which was half him half Spielberg half him right yeah okay. I've never seen AI it's better than its reputation right. suggests I really enjoyed it. It, it it's definitely a film with some problems but it's I, I, I cried like a baby at the end I thought it was very upsetting like, it? has <laughs> it got
4: icy dead people in it
0: it does it's Haley Joel Osment who is <laughs> amazing in it Like he genuinely <laughs> is, is he? fantastic in it like, mm. so. where's he gone where's he gone What's he, he stopped being cute like all child actors he stopped yeah, being yeah. cute <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah.
3: Took up the drugs. Took up the yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: poor poor guy. yeah. I think he's in he's in that show Silicon Valley now. So he's, yeah, he's he inching his way back in. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
2: think he he just needs to go full comedy and just make fun of himself. Yeah. Like, just doing yeah. roles that just spoofs of his old stuff. Yeah, <laughs> do so, a bit of that. Just Saturday Night Live, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> have we got any more thought, general thoughts on the films, or should we move on to some drinking games?
2: Drinking games. Drinking
0: games. Drinking games. Cool. So, do you have any drinking games? How do you want to start?
2: Yeah, I got three. So. Drink whenever there is a siren or an alarm of some kind. Yeah, because
0: I mentioned that was yeah. the thing that really, really hurt me this morning. See, <laughs> so if you drunk through it, then you know a bit of hair of the dog. You might feel a bit better. Oh,
4: yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Do beeps count? Because my one was every time you hear a beep, you if have it's to. Like, do a if shot. it's like
0: repetitive, then yeah. But that's good one.
4: Right. Mine was sort of, sort of quite similar to yours. Every time you hear a beep, but you would be wasted. <laughs> the first bit you'd just beep. Like, yeah. So the first for the first bit with the monkeys, you'd be like, ah, this is fine. The moment he goes on, you go on the ship, you'd yeah. be ruined. But I mean, it'd be perfect for the end because you'd just be like, uh, <laughs> "But you do
3: this in real life, don't you?" With beeps. Yeah. Every time yeah, I hear so a beep, I do a shot. It's like, oh, it's like every time the BBC pips play, I do five That's in it. quick succession, and then a <laughs> and then, and then of thing, a pint. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, you should see him behind reversing buses. Oh. <laughs> 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 just waterfalling <isn't> it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Larry, have you got one? Yeah. um well, I mentioned my drink every time you think Hal's been a bit camp, but I, a <laughs> bit of an esoteric one about any time you allow yourself to believe that Hal has feelings. Ooh, that's a good one, yeah. Um, because it's so, it's so easy mm. in, in various points, but I like this theory that the whole point of Hal was that Dave and Frank were supposed to start to think that it had gone mad, that it had become conscious and gone mad, mm-hmm. so they would need to destroy it, so they'd get the video... You know, to oh. tell him what to do next. Mm. That was a theory I saw online, which I thought was quite interesting. Oh, okay, yeah. That Just it was always Hal's point. It was programmed into Hal to
0: appear to be a machine becoming conscious and going Really? Wrong. So programmed to kill one of the guys? He, he kills Dr. Frank, doesn't he, Dr. Frank? He does, Paul, yeah. so He definitely went full method for that then. if that. Was well, his he did, yes. He yeah, kills definitely. all of them. That's, the, that's totally his acting training, the, training. Indeed, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I think, isn't that the theory that, one of the main theories is that Hal, the reason Hal acts out acts out like he's a small child um, just killing people uh, is because he's told to be deceptive to the humans and that causes him to kind of short circuit because it, yeah. it means he has to be consider morals and ethics and he becomes comp- morally compromised and that causes him to then, I guess, short circuit and yeah, go yeah. a bit nuts. So yeah. yeah, yeah, break down. Break down, yeah. It's yeah. interesting.
3: But there's lots of points where you go, oh, and you should have a drink at that point. Definitely, it's just a machine. Mm.
0: And I agree, he is definitely in the yeah. grand echelon of campy robots. You know, right yeah. there with C-3PO. And oh yeah, it's, sometimes <laughs> Wally, he's super you know, camp.
4: Talking of short circuit, Johnny Five isn't camp, is he? He's Not just like, like
0: ah, <laughs> oh, no. he's a lad. He's a total lad, isn't yeah. he? Yeah.
4: <laughs> And especially at the short, short circuit too, when he goes mm. when he goes all ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> does he but go street? I'm not yeah, sure. he goes all street. <laughs> ah, yeah, he goes ah, and he like he's, he puts like welds fins on himself. So I don't know what yeah. he does. He
0: Warley, on the other hand, you know, I know he's he's quite taken with Eva, but you know, spending all his time in, in a bedroom watching old Barbra Streisand movies, I'm, I'm not convinced. Yeah, that? and also
4: very very good at decorating. Yeah, very interesting. arranging stuff. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's a trait. So there's definitely a tradition there. I think <laughs> <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Uh, so my first one is uh, drink whenever there's a hard cut to black
4: right okay my second one was, was, was going to be uh, just drink through all the black bits
0: yeah oh my next
2: one is drink whenever there's silence yeah so you've I
4: mean that would be a bit like the beeps one mine are all impractical yeah. you're either constantly drinking or, yeah. or doing shots consistently so yeah and what
3: kind of film would you not be drunk at if you drank during all of the silence a Wes
0: Anderson, who was a really talky director, like um, um, Steven
4: Soderbergh, but no, um, uh, Steven Soda Aaron Sorkin, Aaron Sorkin, Aaron Sorkin. Aaron
0: Sorkin. Sorkin. Yeah. yeah, we, we got that.
4: I mean, presumably, presumably, <laughs> if you've done an Aaron Sorkin one, it's every time there's a walkie-talkie scene. Yes, yeah, so that's think, the obvious.
2: One. Anytime a- somebody talks over somebody else, right? Interrupts someone, you could do stuff like that. Have we ever that. done a Sorkin film on this podcast? Don't think I don't we think have. Well, we I do do do. At some point, we should. We mm. yeah. must. Um, We've not done a Tarantino yet. I don't know how. Yeah, really. I know. Most no, outrageous <laughs> <Every> director ever. We've <laughs> we done what two, three
0: Kubricks now. This is our well two point five because we've done AI and we've done The Shining. Yeah. Which I was going to mention. The yeah, yeah. cuts to black really made me realize that that's a Kubrickian trait, and also the music. You mentioned the weird mix of kind of screaming and bird song and animal noises that yeah. they use a lot. That's also used quite a lot in The Shining, if you remember, yeah, yeah. especially in the opening scenes. Well,
3: well, I won't rewatch The Shining because I'm so scared of it. Really, that really, I can't watch it.
4: That's the least scary. I remember watching the Poltergeist. Thing. It was not Poltergeist. Uh, the Exorcist thing it was rubbish.
3: Well, The Exorcist was—I'd read the book mm. just to be one of those guys. Mm-hmm. The book, the book, The Exorcist is really interesting and about uh, mental health. And then in the film, they were like, "Let's strip out all of that context and, make her and sick just up make it peas. look like she's gone. She's yeah. got a devil inside her, and sick up peas." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, The Exorcist, I wasn't scared about at all. But The Shining, I watched as a kid, mm. and I've been scared of big hotels ever since. <laughs> Wide corridors—it mm. always comes to mind. Okay. Twin, uh, you know, lift. Sets hexagonal of- carpets. i just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boys on trikes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> terrifying, mm. terrifying,
0: but yeah, he's definitely one of those directors who has his little trademarks, his little stamps. That, yeah, uh, I noticed quite a lot of those, so yeah, that was one. Mm. What was your next one? Uh, I said drink whenever there's a silence, drink for silence, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Larry.
3: Do I have, do I need more? Only if you got them, I'm very sorry. I came up with two, and oh, that's fine. It. I
4: only um, came up with two,
0: it was sort of both like both of yours, John. Yeah. Mm. sure. So, similar to your silence one, I just said, and this is very dangerous, and I do not. Suggest anyone try it's to just waterfall between lines of dialogue. Oh so man. So you could go oh, for a solid 20 minutes of just solid The first line of dialogue is it 25 it's 20 minutes. minutes in, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm fairly
4: certain that this is not a film to drink to. I think no. we can put some kind of stamp on that. Yeah. Definitely
0: drop acid, yes, drink, no. I think it's. Absolutely. It. Yeah. Oh, you could drink every time you're confused. No, you'd be yeah. hammered then, wouldn't you as well. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There's literally confused. no scenario in which Add you to would the be. confusion yeah. as well. Mm-hmm.
4: There's, no, there's no scenario in which you would be absolutely hammered by at least the middle. Yeah.
3: Drink every yeah. time you laugh oh
4: there we go that'll be barren that'll be a
0: dry day wouldn't it yeah (laughs) Yeah. and the last one I had and again you would be very very drunk is drink every time you spot a scene that's been shamelessly nicked or parodied by another film that's a good one yeah yeah yeah. yeah, that's good
4: but you have to you need to pause it Mm. and go That's that's the film and then drink
3: yeah Watch the other film in full. Yes. And <laughs> then drink. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Because then you couldn't just be there, like, if you're sitting with someone going, right, I'm playing this drinking game, mm. where every time I spot a reference, I, we're going to do a shot. Yeah. But you're there just shotting yourself because you, you're really good with films and they don't have a clue. Yeah. <laughs> why, is he, why are you drinking so much? Stop drinking. You've got a problem.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, Star Wars, especially in New Hope, a lot of the shots of the ships, I thought, were just lifted directly out. It was obviously really heavy-handed mm. influence there. Uh, alien, obviously. Alien, yeah, big yeah. big alien. Uh, Wall-E. There was a lot of references there. Yeah. Any, I think any film based set in space, like the Interstellar, The Martian, Moon. There's definitely Moon. Yeah, they're all there. So yeah, yeah. very obviously very inf- influential. So yeah. yeah, that all the drinking games. Ah, uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, cool. Should we take a little pause to talk about Patreon? Yeah, I thought you were going to we do that. our Patreon, please. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we are now available on Patreon, beyondtheboxset.com forward slash Patreon, if you enjoy the show and want to show us some Ooh, extra pa- special support. Or patreon.com forward slash beyondtheboxset. Or did I do it the wrong way around? But they both work. Really? Oh, that's handy. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. Um, I do a good job. Yeah, good, good work, Harry. So, yes, uh, we are on Patreon now, so if you do like the show and want to show us some support, we have a pay-as-you-feel tiered system, mm-hmm. so you, you can pay as much or as little as you like on a monthly basis, and you get access to all of our exclusive bonus content. Just pay whatever you think we're worth. In, indeed, yes. Can I
4: do you a quiz? Sure. Oh. If I was to pledge $15,000...
2: We would not refund it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well done, well done. $100 or more? Uh, we would...
0: If uh, pay for all our beer and...
2: No, if somebody, somebody donates that so much, what have we for that one?
3: These are monthly things, yeah. aren't they? These are monthly subscriptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Patreon a couple of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is it working for you out of interest? Yeah, we've got so a few yeah. subscribers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, nice. It's yeah, it's just doing a nice well. yeah, way to cover our costs. Yeah, stay cost you know, neutral pizzas and beers then. in when you're recording and stuff
2: exactly. like that. Do you reckon
4: $15,000 a month would cover your costs?
2: Maybe. Well, I mean, to be fair, actually, if we did start earning $15,000 a month, we'd be doing a shit lot
0: so (laughs) we'd find a way through it oh yeah Yeah, you'd manage
4: just out of interest $100 or more you might refund the money because surely you made a mistake
0: ah yes yes. we actually won't but uh. (laughs) so
2: but yeah so on Patreon we've got a a little bonus show where we review current movies Mm -hmm. movies in the cinema called Beyond Beyond the Box Set which uh, I think our last episode currently
0: is Black Panther yes we Mm -hmm. also if you support us you can Choose a film for us to cover on a future episode. And if you want to come and join us, you're welcome to join as us. As long as it has no sequels. No sequels, yeah. <coughs> <clears> we looking we at research. you two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the we one have? we
3: chose.
2: Yes. Perfect. What else do we offer, Harry? What are other perks? Uh, you can become a character in one of our sequel ideas. Mm-hmm. Just give us your name and give us any details you want to give about yourself, and we'll write you into a
0: story somehow. Yep and we will also if you have anything you want to plug be it a podcast a business or just your personal brand or someone you like something you like we will give you a 30 second ad slot on the show as well once a month
2: yeah so um, go to patreon.com slash beyond the box set yes Lovely. Uh, back to the show okay so time for some sequels Great. do you guys want to go first or do you want us to go first don't mind
3: happy to easy you guys want to go first so is this the sequel now to 2001 a space odyssey
2: yes or whatever okay. you come
0: I'll, up with. i'll yeah. go first with my idea go on
4: uh my original idea for it was 2015 as more of a space odyssey <laughs> where he's a really bored teenager floating <laughs> outside of earth just, just going i'm a teenager i'm really bored like <laughs> it's been 15 years He just gets really angry
0: just wanking all the
4: time you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> just wanking on earth yeah. <laughs> that's
0: what he's doing causing all kind of ecological crises yeah, yeah. exactly using uh, clouds as tissues Yes.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and he's just really messy And there's of space junk all around um yeah that was my that was my first idea the one that first sprang to my head
3: well, weren't we both talking about this because i'm claiming it as my idea as well <laughs> but, but you know like how Hal, how's a bit like a teenager anyway so mm. i think this would sort of fit in you Hal's know i dead but, yeah. Um, no, Actually, but, no the, but the teenager the, the star baby who is now a teenager finds mm-hmm. Hal in a development site like Jumanji mm-hmm. right and then fixes Hal by pushing all those little things back in mm-hmm. <laughs> <The little. laughs> somehow yeah uh, reversing the explosions <laughs> um, so I think this could work uh, yeah definitely yeah as the star baby as a teenager mm. like kind of an American Pie kind of vibe maybe yeah. yeah but the teenager would go around the universe and Be the thing that is developing lesser species elsewhere in the universe, you see. So, you know, the monolith did that for the old humans there, Mm -hmm. right? So, the teenager would go about with. Because, right, so 50 years old, this film, so way ahead of its time because it had this thing that they looked at it and couldn't comprehend this monolith, right? So, in the sequel, the teenager just goes to. These other planets where you've got these early forms of life and shows them their Apple Watch.
0: Oh, okay, wow. <laughs> well, it and just goes, look at that. just goes, yeah, look, you can't at, look at, look at look you've, that because you're bacteria. <laughs> you can't do <You> <laughs> Look and at the that. The bacteria will be like, stupid bacteria. Watch that.
3: And the bacteria would touch it and it would impart all its information like what the weather's going to be like tomorrow. Okay.
4: I had three other sequel ideas that would run in concurrency a bit like they're making a billion star wars films so they, what they're mm-hmm. going to do is they're going to creatively bankrupt star wars and everyone's gonna be really fed up with it mm-hmm. is uh so the three acts of 2001 but both extrapolated so you've got like 2001 space odyssey more monkeys <laughs> um where it's just monkeys uh then you've got 2001 space odyssey like more space i don't know what you call it and um, where it's just all set in space and really dull Space balls. yeah and then 2001 space odyssey the weird coloured bit where it was like four hours of the weird shit he was doing with the colours <laughs> but there would be three strands and maybe they could each have their own spin-off so Ooh. creating an expanded universe no pun intended oh wow okay so the apes would just be like you know dicking around being
3: apes maybe for they three maybe, hours maybe they maybe. would form some sort of rudimentary democracy mm. I, I was going like, to
2: say maybe make it a TV show and put them in a situation like we, we often cross things over with Oranges and New Blacks. So what about put the apes in prison? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is
4: all part of the um, 2001 expanded universe. TM. Copyright. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Paul down 2018, um, and then we'd have mugs. Merchandising opportunities are huge. Yeah. You know, and TV shows, cartoons, uh, lunch boxes.
3: Yeah. So it would be a film about the the planet on which the apes live.
4: Yeah, but don't forget the other two strands. The planet of the apes, if you will. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, but don't it's forget great those, idea. The yeah. other two strands as well, though, which is. Uh, more space, which is just them going. All right, John. All right, Steve. <laughs> you going over to Halcyon 79 tonight? Nah, I'm gonna stay in and have a space wank. And <laughs> um, then the other one, which I is I don't like their chips. Yeah, and then the other one is just like like, fucking, like colors. Sorry, Jen, just colors. Like but three hours of that, just mm. like three three hours tripping.
3: of just colours would probably get you some arts council funding. Oh yeah, and <laughs> distribution around independence, <laughs> in the, around the country. Yeah. So th- that's probably the one that's got legs, mm. despite the fact it not having the apes in and not physically having legs. I, I'm <laughs>
4: sorry, but I just think they're all strong in their own right.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good ideas. Thanks. Yeah.
2: Very good. Oh, very Are you gonna good. make it or what? <laughs> We'll, Is that, we'll, we'll, we'll do our best if the yeah. again, again, again if that 15,000 a month
0: if you, if, if you, if you could guys <laughs> if you're yeah. going <laughs> to pledge that right now we'll, we'll yeah. put at least 50% of it back into the production of this movie this franchise it's yeah. yeah. only Would 10% you, of our BBC fee isn't it yeah, so, yeah. and
4: you've got to buy the, the rights first as well true yeah I'm from sure
0: they're going cheap it's fine cool so should we do ours yeah well I, I guess we have to I guess exactly, <laughs> uh, how are you going to follow the bat yep, <laughs> yeah mic yeah um, so R1 we kind of again we talked on earlier in the show about how this show how this show, how this film has influenced a lot of the sci-fi films that came after it so a lot of people referenced it parodied it kind of pastiched it and so we kind of thought we would kind of go back and create a sequel that kind of ties a few of those threads together it always pays homage to the original film and some of the films that it's influenced so we've called it 2051 A Space Oddity and, nice uh, yeah. yeah do you want to start Harry or okay
2: the year 2051 and the mysterious disappearance of the Discovery 1 remains unsolved. After years of research and many failed attempts, a recon team has been assembled to travel to Jupiter to recover the ship and finally find out what happened. Mm-hmm. The Discovery 7 is crewed by a crack team headed by ship's captain, Julia Julia Abrams, played by Meryl Streep. It's awesome. JJ for short. Yeah, so. good good mm-hmm. reference. I got that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. There's two references in there, actually. Mm-hmm. So, for casting for this, we, we've got a crew of uh, seven or eight people, and uh, we how to think about who like what set cast could do it and had a brainwave Let's just get lots of people from the Oscars this year But it's a real high end
0: expensive cast this film <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. so second person we cast is uh, the first officer Maeve O'Hallera played by Sir, Sir Ronan mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah,
4: good
2: um, I'm good
3: strong Irish name as
2: well thank so, you thank you yeah. Yeah. so um, Irish
4: they named it twice
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're hoping that you could help us with uh, with some of the names for the rest of them uh, okay yeah. yeah so we've got a science officer played by Gary Oldman
3: yeah yeah. Do we, need, do we need a name then For mm. the yeah. character, yeah. For the character. Gary I think thought. you need Something that refers That it's Gary Oldman but mm. pays homage to him Yeah But this is sort of Spacey time And you need so, Like a costume That represents I don't know how I'm going with this But I'm going to say Gary Newman At the end of it Sure Oh
2: Instead Gary, Gary Oldman, Oldman Gary Newman, Gary Newman. Uh, Right uh, Dr. Yeah. Gary Newman. <laughs> Dr. Gary Newman Dr. Gary Newman Esquire Mm-hmm. Doctor Gary New. Oh, he's writing down. It was writing down. Yes. Oh. Right. Okay. Um, Chief Medical Officer, played by Sally Hawkins from The Shape of Water. Yeah.
4: yeah. Good name for a doctor. Ch- Chief Medical Officer. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Bone saw, like uh, uh, Doctor Gloria Bone saw. Gloria she...
0: Bone saw. Wow. Gloria Bone That does that sound like, like an like adult movie a...
2: actress. Does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. But <laughs> well, she she's... doesn't strike me as. <laughs> no. But so is, it, is
3: that double barreled? Bone saw. <laughs> no. 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 It's one word. Okay. okay yeah. One word. And do you mean like a sore bone or like someone who's sore? <laughs> yeah, bone
4: sore. What doctors use to saw
3: bones. Oh right, yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not like a b bo- like oh god, my bone is really sore today. I've got a bone sore.
4: That's a boner. <laughs> that's, something, that's something entirely different.
3: <laughs> I'm thinking of something else. That's
4: the yeah, fifteen year old again. <laughs>
2: okay. Um ships counsellor Francis McDormand from Three Billboards.
3: Yeah. She could be she needs sort of like a really hick Minnesotan name so we can hark back to her Fargo times. Mm, yeah, right. okay.
4: Like what, like Billy Jane?
3: It would yeah, it would definitely be a bit trailer. Right. It would be double barreled in the surname and Billy would be involved mm. and Joe somewhere as well. Um,
0: Billy Joe. Billy Joe. Billy Joe big... Sourpuss.
4: Billy she's not Joe quite Sourpuss. A, she's yeah. Quite a serious face.
0: What's her job? She's the. Uh, Ships counselor. Ships counselor. Ships counselor. Ships she's counselor. the Deanna, Deanna Choi figure. And right. that's the
4: one who could read the minds in Star yeah. Trek Next Generation.
0: Yeah, because right. yeah. it would be really funny because obviously in Star Trek The Next Generation, Deanna Choi is kind of the ship's counselor who's kind of always very empathetic. Empathetic is the word? I yeah, mean? yeah, and, and banging and Patrick and Stewart's sympath- and, and yes, and that, and very sympathetic. So I thought yeah. Francis McDormand just being the opposite of that, just being like, get over it, you know. Yeah.
4: yeah.
2: yeah. Billy Joe Salpos then. Billy Joe yeah. <laughs> Uh Navigation officer Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out. Oh, um, I
1: love him.
3: He. Whoa. Tea leaf. Tea leaf. <laughs> 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 navigation Still officer. Still his greatest
2: role Yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> Tea leaf mm-hmm. Okay um, And the obligatory red shirt uh, Is the ensign Played by Timothy Chamolais From Call Me By Your Name
0: Right Who's this now? Timothy Chamolais from Co- is, uh, Co- Have you seen Call Me By Your Name? No With Army Hammer mm-hmm. with, a, with a peach nope. yes. No Yes nope, mm-hmm. never okay. seen oh, you've missed out L- Literally don't know who Actually, you're talking about you've missed
2: out on one scene The rest of the film is just not worth it Right mm-hmm. okay um, what's he's, his he's, job?
0: He's, he's he's the obligatory red shirt so he's ensign timothy chalamet right so he, uh, so he's, he's kind of young he's he's been in a few he girls. should have
4: one he should because he's so young he should just have either refer to himself as a symbol or one word oh yeah like prince or yeah. bruce forthwith one word
3: what about one <laughs> word that refers to a symbol like he's called Square. peach like hectagon I. what do you say peach peach
4: mm-hmm. sounds uh, that's, the, that's the the princess from mario <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> She's um, coming later, it's fine Parallelogram Parallelogram Rhombus Rhombus, Rhombus, Rhombus Ensign is Rhombus, Ensign Rhombus yeah. Yeah. Ensign Rhombus, like that it. works Yeah, that sounds Bosch. like a space name Ensign
2: Rhombus
0: yeah. Alright, great Most of those names are completely irrelevant to the plot So much effort I know, yeah So the crew travels to Jupiter Where obviously the original film sort of ended And where the ship was last seen According to, you know, the people on Earth so they, they travel to Jupiter and find the ship is actually floating in orbit around Jupiter and it appears to be abandoned scans indicate no signs of life uh, they form a boarding party and explore the ship now for very unprofessional reasons the, everyone on this ship is actually in a couple we've got Meryl well, it's is, taken
3: a long time to get there hasn't it well so exactly
0: you know you've got to do yeah, know, in confined space it's like Big Brother you know put people in confined yeah. space they're going to stop rotting so. romance in
3: the workplace yeah. or Moonraker because mm-hmm. that happens
4: in Moonraker as well two yeah. by two yeah. it's a new race
0: so, so Captain Abrams is dating Tealy the Daniel Kalua character um, what did we say Sally Hawkins was called? Wait, I've lost Sally Hawkins. Oh yeah, uh, Doctor Gloria Bonesaw. Doctor Bonesaw Shut is up, dating um, Billy Joe Salpus. Billy Joe Salpus, yeah, nice, very yeah. nice couple. And Mave Hallerhan. she's engaged to Ensign Rombus. Ensign Rombus, yes. And poor old Gary Orbins, just a bit lonely. What do we say? Doctor Gary, New- Dr. Gary, Dr. Gary Newman Esquire. Gary yeah, Newman yeah. Esquire, he's yeah. just, But he's, he's got some great right. dance moves. Yes
4: and some great synths
0: <laughs> he won't be lonely for long indeed yeah. Yeah. his car <laughs> <laughs> he'll make an electric friend he'll be fine so the ship appears to be abandoned so they split into their respective couplings to explore the ship so while headed to the ship's canteen I'll refer to them by the real names now uh, Timothy Chalamet and Saoirse Ronan Timothy says oh I wonder if they've got any peaches on this ship this leads to a furious argument about his unusual sexual proclivities which he's not on board with yeah. in calling By Your Name he fucks a peach it's the best scene right <laughs> yeah. and hard. then army a threatens to eat it and it's uh, yeah
2: it's very romantic right yeah. it's um, romantic but at the same time it's like no don't do it no <laughs>
3: I'll just get on my virgin app here <laughs> add this to my uh... watch
0: list yeah. yeah maybe not with the kids you know. yeah. anyway so those two end the up the app won't work anyway don't worry about it <laughs> so the two end up getting separated
2: while exploring the larder for his beloved peaches timothy discovers some mysterious large egg-like objects on the floor he gets in close to have a look with the look of arousal on his face and one of the eggs bursts open and we cut to black oh no for 20 minutes
4: yes 20 <laughs> minutes <Yeah. laughs> with just the sound of
3: yeah. uh, well Vivaldi just plays quietly <laughs> yeah. do we need to update that music or is it, are, we, are we staying with what's the mo- what's the modern equivalent of classical? Stormzy yeah it should just be yeah. St- yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> after 20 minutes of Stormzy Maeve comes back to look for him. Um and finds him with a just a Weird alien thing on his face, just oh, like holding on his head. God. So he, she rushes him to the medical bay, where Doctor Bonesaw, Doctor Gloria Bonesaw, Doctor Gloria Bonesaw, yeah. Sally Hawkins, she revives him by caressing his face with a wet fish, as is her unorthodox method. Mm. The I'm going to call it a face hugger now. I'm sure we all know what this is. Yes, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah, Godfather Part One. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the face hugger is removed, and Timothy seems okay. However, he's a bit shaken by his experience and goes to see the counsellor. Whatever her name was, Billy um, Joe Sampus. Billy Joe yeah. Go see the counselor where Francis McDormand, being Francis McDormand, just swears at him and tells him to
0: get over it. Yeah. <laughs> so later that evening, they're all kind of debriefing, and Timothy becomes. Timothy, what did we call it? Ensign Rombus. Ensign Rombus. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And Ensign Rombus becomes violently ill, collapsing to the ground in convulsions, and to the horror of the rest of the crew, and I'm sure the surprise of all of you guys, an alien bursts out of his chest oh. and scampers away. You, so, you're, supposed more, you're supposed to be more sort of shocked. Yeah. What's that from? <gasps> um, is that a reference to something? It may be referencing some obscure sci-fi. Wizard of Oz. Does the alien say anything?
3: <laughs> Hiya! Um, <laughs> Hiya! <laughs> Hiya! babes!
0: Yes. Hey look,
4: tell you what, dead heart in there. Well, to, get out, run away. An alien that. with the voice of Alan Carr. You know, yeah.
0: <laughs> so Captain Abrams orders them to split into pairs again and search the ship for this rogue alien. Once again, they split into their respective relationships, but now that uh, Ensign Rhombus is dead, Maeve is paired with Gary Oldman and they conduct a forest search of the ship. Uh, while searching, they actually come upon a strange man hiding in a containment unit. He introduces himself as David, and he claims to be the son of the original Dr. David Bowman from the first film, 2001. Mm. And he's going to be played by Michael Fassbender. Of course he is. Of course he is. So the story he tells is that once they got to Jupiter, the original crew, Hal, the ship's computer, malfunctioned, and they were forced to shut it down. But that left them stranded because Hal ran the whole ship. So they were, were, were stranded orbiting Jupiter, and they just had to survive, and that's how he was born. He, one of the science officers who was in deep freeze, let's say, was a woman. I don't, I don't know if he ever specified. So mm-hmm. he was born of that relationship, and they were kind of eking out a survival there. And then at some point, one of these aliens got on board the ship, started killing everyone off. He is the last survivor.
2: Hmm. As the rest of the crew are exploring the ship, they find that the doors are opening and closing seemingly at random, which it forces everybody into the same direction. Where they all end up in the canteen, which is where Timothy found the eggs. Um, With the exception of Maeve and uh, David, Michael Fassbender, Maeve and Dave, Maeve Maeve and Dave. Dave, Yeah. Once there, they suddenly hear a transmission over the speakers. It's Hal welcoming them to Discovery One. Ah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love it if Hal
0: did have the voice of Alan Carn. I'm obsessed with that part. So we're now going to get a flashback to some years earlier, the real story. Now, have you seen the film Alien Covenant? Yeah we oh, yeah. have so you know in that Michael Fassbender plays a sexy evil robot version of David Basically. it's not David yeah it's, it's, it is yeah. it is it is quite Hal-esque so yeah. Co- Alien Covenant spoiler alert for Alien Covenant it's not that great at the end of the film he betrays the human crew on board that iteration of the ship yeah. and just sails off into the unknown with his, with his alien um, fetuses yeah embryos yeah. Yeah. embryos, embryos. Yeah. with alien embryos with some kind of nefarious mission that we yeah. don't it's never quite clear so in this flashback we see he's doing that and he, fresh from killing off another crew of idiots in the movie Alien Covenants he discovers the Discovery 1 in orbit the chronology may be a little bit fuzzy here I'm not sure that, what the year is supposed to be in Alien but we'll just we'll bypass it okay. so he discovers Discovery 1 in orbit goes aboard and reboots Hal who he quickly falls in love with through the medium of tender fingering Tender fingering. Yeah, he sticks his finger into the plug socket. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, We've all be, done that. He can be, well, because in the film Alien Covenant, my favorite scene that happened for no reason, but I loved it, was when he's, there's two Michael Fassbenders, there's two robots and for some reason he's te- giving the other one a flute lesson Right. and it's like there's a weird scene where they're talking about fingering and it's you really blow funny. I'll do the fingering yeah there's yeah. lots of weird sexual innuendos it's literally there. a like, line from the film it becomes Is a different it? film for ten minutes it's I'm so confused I don't think I've seen Alien
2: Coven. have you not have you seen have Prometheus
3: I, I've seen Prometheus he's that yeah. character in that right yeah but yeah. he's David in that he's, he's not
4: David in he's Coven. David and Walter there's two of them David now. and Walter that's it right, yes
3: okay.
2: Yeah. hold it like so nice and easy now compress your lips to create your embouchure Enough for the tip of your little finger. And blow into the hole
1: gently, like so. Watch me. I'll do the fingering.
0: Go on. Basically, too long didn't read. uh, Michael Fassbender is an evil, sexy robot. Um, So actually, it'll be the scene where he's putting all of Hal's files back in, the way that the Doctor was pulling them out, as he's putting them back in with one finger, maybe it's just very erotic, and we get some... Like sensual music playing. And maybe licking a finger. And yeah, exactly, in and exactly. <laughs> <Lots> <laughs> it's of gonna thing- be of finger-sucking it. And presumably oh, yeah. Hal would start oh, oh. singing. Yes, yeah, Hal can start singing some Barry White or something. You know? yeah. yeah, well, uh, yeah, because Hal's voice gets deeper as it regresses, right? Yeah. So uh,
3: presumably, if, as you improve Hal in the future as well, the voice just gets higher until
0: he's a chipmunk. start. I say we start at Barry White and it transitions into Prince. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. as he's doing this, he's rebooting Hal and they fall in love. And Hal already believing that AI are superior to humans, as we established in the film, he teams up with Dave, Michael Fassbender, mm-hmm. to build an army of xenomorphs, using the search parties who have subsequently arrived to try and find out what happened to the ship, as hosts. So this is why all the previous expeditions to kind of figure out what went wrong with the Discovery 1 mission have failed, because the crew have all been killed off by Hal and David, yeah. and used as host bodies for the... Xenomorph army, which they are they are now building.
2: So cut back to the canteen, and Hal has locked everyone in there, oh. apart from Maeve and Michael Fassbender, Maeve who are watching Dave. through a window. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the eggs open. Facehuggers fill the room. Get everyone. Everyone's gone.
0: It's a massacre. Yep. Wow. Oh. Apart from Maeve and Dave. Apart, yeah. from, apart from Maeve and Dave. So Maeve's watching through the window, horrified.
2: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. David turns to her, and she runs for her life to the escape pod as she prepares to board Fassbender gives chase grabs her and is about to kill her when uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character runs into the room once the facehugger has got off him of course yeah. shoots Fassbender blowing off both legs screaming get out get out very good <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right reference yeah good like yeah. it yeah. <laughs> to Maeve as he falls to the floor convulsing the xenomorph taken over his body Maeve boards the escape pod successfully and attempts to navigate back to her own ship however the controls stop working everything cuts to black and the voice of Hal calmly says I'm afraid I can't let you do that Maeve
0: credits roll. End of Oh nice, yeah, like <laughs> five days of silence. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
4: I had a good idea for an ex- extended universe with my but that's yeah. that's a crossover you You've guys got...
0: have really thought that through yeah mm. that's why we were a bit late since this is <laughs> a frantic last minute brainstorming I only apologise <laughs> for, <laughs> for, <laughs> for <laughs>
3: our woolly one line ideas literally <laughs> walking uh, all did, the way yours, here. Oh, yours were mine yeah, yours <laughs> were better sorry yeah, right. yours <laughs> were mine <laughs> yes. yours are mine now
4: yours <laughs> are <laughs> mine now Paul <laughs> yeah.
0: we do often do kind of film crossovers as something of a crutch like you know if there's, yeah. if there's no idea to be because there's not much narrative to this film so it's hard to think no. of a direct kind of cross with
4: alien again yeah just
0: bring in alien bring in strange Things bring in the Truman Show. There's ones we we have our crushes. That's yeah. nice. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we should have chosen another film, really, shouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> <well>. <laughs> yeah. Now, can we start this again? Let's do Goodfellas, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've got all night. Let's do them all. Let's yeah. <laughs>
0: Good ladies. Good ladies, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, has anyone actually seen 2010, the sequel? What, no. What's the, what is the plot of it? I, I, I would hope that neither of you have seen it. <laughs> of course, because you didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, but I'd True like question. to
2: now, because it's got yeah. Roy Scheider in. Mm. Yeah, yeah. From Jaws? Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, I used to love Jaws. I used to hate it, but I used to love that. I, he's, Like I thought it was really cool, Roy Scheider. Yeah. Do you want
3: to read the plot or will that be a spoiler? Are you actually going to go and I'm watch actually going to go and watch it right. because
4: because uh, I didn't realise it existed until Can you your watch tweet.
2: It? Can you watch it and let me know how it goes? Because if it's just full of long silences or long bits of music no, and it's not quite. much talking, then I'm I not in it's, for it. Yeah, no. But if it's, if it's like a more modern space thing, like if it's like The Martian, then great, I'm sold, I'm in, I'll watch I'm, it. I
4: imagine it, I mean, looks like, I would imagine it to be like a sort of a serious cocoon.
3: Mm. I think I read something about it being like a much more normal film like yeah. it's got a 100 yeah. minute. It's not Kubrick, so it's not got sort of those thing. kind of yeah. it's
0: a very different film. So yeah, I've not seen it but I'm
4: How long is it? Paul? It's under 2 hours, 116 oh, well, minutes. Oh, oh thank you know. god. <laughs> it's still longer than it should be.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <'Cause> there <laughs> are two dialogue a cool 20. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there are
4: two versions of um 2001, aren't there? There's the yes. the premiere apparently is 161 minutes 161 and the theatrical release minutes. was 142, which to be honest by today's standards 142 yeah. minutes isn't that long. No, that's, that's only a got... fifth of one of Lord of the Rings, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I mean, it's got, by now it's got an intermission in as well, isn't it? Mm. Which lots of films don't do.
3: Yeah. Last intermission I saw, just as it sprung to mind, was watching Cliffhanger. Oh, wow. In a in a, <laughs> in a cinema in Leyburn in the Yorkshire Dales. And there was a literal cliffhanger. They the, the,
4: the <laughs> stopped the middle of the film. Right? And f- a literal and metaphorical <laughs> cliffhanger. No, yeah. a literal and practical cliffhanger.
3: <laughs> yeah. Anyway. In this mm. cinema, you, you, you walked through to get an ice cream and then we went through this little door that you weren't supposed to go through. There's a big soft play centre and nobody was in there. <gasps> so we went wild for 10 minutes and came back and watched the rest of the film. I <laughs> was <laughs> 28. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was just thinking, so was that with your kids? Did you take your kids to see Cliffhanger? No. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit traumatising. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess listener submissions. Mm-hmm, cool. please. So this is one of our favourite parts of the show is when our listeners submit their own ideas for quick fire sequel ideas for the film. Right So here's a few of our favourites uh, Mike Carey said Look who's talking 2002 Following the adventures Of the baby From the end of 2001 <laughs> Yeah Yes Voiced by Bruce Willis I guess uh, Who would you? Who'd we give The voice of that baby Alan Carr Alan Carr of course Yeah just yeah. all the voice roles, Alan Al Carr Al Pacino Al Pacino As
3: a two year old Or Christopher Walker
0: Maybe Stallone Stallone is a, the voice Of a baby I yeah. yeah I can see that He's oh, halfway there early. No no no, no,
2: no um, but, oh, I've forgotten his name Guy plays Darth Vader David Prowse James Earl Jones James Earl Jones, James L. Jones. Jones. Oh, Sorry
3: wow you went really geeky with that John I did, yeah, I you did. The, physical <laughs> the guy whose yeah. body was
0: Darth Vader <laughs> that, that, that well known voice actor David Crash. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that came first James is, James is so much more famous um, yeah. Brian Hunt said 2018 a Space Jam Odyssey starring Bugs Bunny uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very and good.
4: Um, the original basketball player from what, is it, who is it Michael Jordan, in the yeah, Michael George, Jordan yeah. and yeah. him as well or not
0: uh, sure, I mean these are just titles. But You'd sure have to build
3: know. a bigger like space pods for him, wouldn't you? Because he's about seven feet tall. Yeah. Mm. I think Michael Jordan would be too tall for your standard. Which could be a good strap line for the poster. You're going
4: to need a bigger space pod. <laughs> <Need a> bigger <laughs> space. <laughs> open <laughs> brackets because Michael Jordan is quite tall. Close brackets. Yes.
3: Yeah, <laughs> uh, open triangular parentheses. He's a basketball player. You <laughs> don't need to just
4: no. Delete, delete, delete. Backspace. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> I'm actually, he
0: played the guy who gets killed in, in 2001 when he's repairing the piece Piece of technology on the ship, and he's yeah. floating, and, and the escape pod has to kind of pick him up. Imagine if that was like a seven foot man, so he's just like floating on that escape <laughs> pod. Like they just want to get his leg or something. Like. Yeah, <laughs> bit of his ankle. Yeah. Uh, Mike Carey said a prequel, two thousand Willennium Rising, starring Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very nice. good. Captain Hygiene at CPT Hygiene on Twitter said two thousand and one two semicolon two thousand twelve. Again, it really looks good on a poster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just looks like. um it's binary Bad <laughs> yeah. Byron. Yeah, Byron Bad Binary, yeah. bad binary. Uh, Since the original Space Odyssey The Stargate Slash Fetal Transcendence trip Has become Earth's Most popular tourist attraction But the Mayans <laughs> were right The massive influx Of giant space babies Throws Earth off its axis Inciting all manner Of apocalyptic phenomena Dave Bowman The original Space Baby May be the only hope For Earth's survival But does a space 11 year old Have what it takes To save us all in time It's directed by Roland Emmerich of the oh, nice. oh nice Independence nice. Day nice. Yeah
4: mm-hmm. With a score by David Arnold.
0: Yeah. yeah. See, now, I didn't
2: think that the baby was giant. I just thought it was close to the camera. Oh, yeah. Nah, perspective. Am yes. I wrong? I, I, I never thought
3: it was a giant baby. No. I thought it was a giant baby. I, thought, I, giant I just baby. thought it was a baby. A I was like, wait, 50 50 it shouldn't realm. be there. Yeah. Shouldn't it be in a womb? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. Yeah. Space is the womb? It's The, yeah, the space, universe is the universe womb. The universe is the womb, yeah. Yeah. The you can model. say anything about two Yeah, you? <laughs> you sound philosophical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe we're really the womb. Need,
4: just as long as yeah, as long as you trail off. Yeah, yeah. like me. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we're the aliens.
3: Yeah. <laughs> humanity's the womb.
0: Maybe the Odyssey is inside all of us. Oh <laughs> nice. And
3: learning is birth. What are you, are you he's just dropped. Sorry.
0: <laughs> he's on
4: his acid trip. <laughs>
0: Uh, Julio from the Contrarians podcast at Ovnio says the star baby attacks earth causing massive destruction on an epic scale Michael Bay's Cloverfield 2001 <laughs> nice and is that all of them I think that's all of them so yeah so thanks guys Those Strong are ones. sequels for this week yeah, very s- good strong good ones there. in there yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you have any sequel ideas for 2001 A Space Odyssey or any other movies we've done in the past please let us know we are Beyond the Box Set you can find us at beyondtheboxset.com our podcast is available on all good podcasting platforms including iTunes, Stitcher, Acast and Spotify you can also find us on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash beyond the box set. Or beyond the slash Patreon. Yes, because mm. Harry's good with links. <laughs> um, and you can also get some merch at T public. Just search beyond the or go to our website and follow the links. Mm. So thank you guys, Larry and Paul. Thanks for coming. Well, no trouble at all. Is there anything you'd like to plug while you're here?
4: You can find us at Larry and Paul, uh, Larry Twitter.com slash Larry and Paul, Facebook.com slash Larry and Paul
2: youtube.com slash Larry and Paul. For anybody who doesn't know, what do you guys do? <laughs> That's a really good question. Excellent question.
3: We we um, co-host a wildly successful um, two-hour lunchtime programme on BBC Radio Leeds on the Saturday lunchtime. It's huge. But we also are involved in a, in a comedy show once a month at The Wardrobe, look it up, called The Not So Late Show. Mm-hmm. And we do comedy videos as well little sketches based around our lives as uh, local radio presenters at uh, the, the peak of the, the media triangle and they're all on facebook and utubes as well yeah
4: or larryandpaul.com
3: or Paul because i'm com. good at links as well yeah because you bought that domain didn't you
2: i did buy yeah, that domain nicely done mm.
3: yeah well so, done i've heard
2: you got some good guests coming on
3: fantastic guests we've got beyond the box set podcast who are they uh, <laughs> coming on they sound um, awful some guys <laughs> Some guys Couple who had the right idea to do online content <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> instead of <Radio> abandoning is- <laughs> it to go to radio. Radio is dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's our career. Um, yeah. yeah, they're coming on. And uh, listen, if anybody wants, who's listening to this and wants to get in touch with us and wants to come on the show to talk about what they're doing, because we have a segment of the show... Um, put aside for people who are doing interesting things like you guys are mm-hmm. um then just get in touch larryandpaul and paul at bbc.co.uk
0: would be our email address if you don't mind me giving that out no, absolutely I'm fine cool so i believe next week harry We've got some time to ourselves again. God, finally! finally. We've had so many guests recently.
2: We, we've had three podcast crossovers in a row now. Yeah. It's, really? Yeah, it's been it's been it's been
0: a lot of work. We had to go to Glasgow for one of them. It was a yeah. nightmare. Did you? We had to go yeah.
3: live. Well done. Well, but your
0: Patreon stuff paid for that, right? Oh yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah fifteen thousand a month.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We're jet
0: setting. Nice. Last week Paisley. Next week L.A. Mm. <laughs> where is next week Heckman Dwight Hedman Dwight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so next- that was a lie wasn't yeah. it yeah. yeah. well next week is My Flat because it's just the two of us yeah. so, uh, yeah. and Harry it's your choice so what film are you subjecting me to next week well
2: I've been waiting for this one for a while actually so John do you like questionable makeup you know I do do you like wigs you know I, I could take or leave them yeah. do you like two very very different actors playing the same part ooh, ooh what is it I'm excited do you like time travel Sometimes How, how many <laughs> we do, questions are, are That's really? it
0: um, We're doing a film Called Looper Looper Oh I've not seen oh, that yeah. Okay Oh is that Bruce Willis And Joseph Gordon-Levitt Joseph gordon Oh okay yeah. oh, That's a good film we It's a really that. good film Yeah I really film. liked it yeah. Okay yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, Have you seen it? That. You'll enjoy not watching
2: not. it Yeah there is a lot To talk about in this film Excellent Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who directed Looper?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, was, I
4: don't know actually I, It's someone good It's someone good I looked this up It's
3: more upbeat than space Odyssey 2001 as well which I have to say, you've done very well to keep this uh, show entertaining, talking about <laughs> yeah. a, a film with no dialogue. It's Rian yeah. Johnson, the Star Wars guy.
4: Oh, oh Yes, is it? that's yes.
0: it, of Oh, interesting, interesting. Okay, I'm on board for this. Mm-hmm. So thanks again, Larry and Paul, for joining us. Bye. And join us next week for Looper. Oui. Okay, so see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye. love you. <laughs>